Hey guys, this is Jocelyn, one of your lovely co-hosts, um, and I'm just popping in for a quick PSA to let you guys know that this episode was recorded in the weeks leading up to Roe v. Wade being overturned. Um, Alyssa and I have been discussing this really heavily in our own lives, so we thought that it was really important to discuss this with you guys as well and share our discussion of how we're feeling and, and how to navigate this really tough time in our lives. So we decided that it was really important for us to share this episode um, and this discussion. I mean, Roe v. Wade can quite frankly uh, change the trajectory of our lives. So we're fed up and we're speaking out. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to another episode of Table Talks, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my lovely co-host, Alyssa. Hi, Sunflowers. I can just tell by your voice that this is going to be a different kind of episode. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to use our word of the week right now, because I think this describes how all women are currently feeling and people with uteruses. We are fucking infuriated. I this episode is gonna get loud and it's probably gonna get hot and spicy and very very opinionated so beware if you are not if this is not what you're looking for today turn it off and go to something else because we have plenty of other episodes where we're nice and polite this is not gonna be one of them no no we're gonna we're gonna get a little little opinionated but our word of the week our emotion of the week is infuriated, which is to make furious, enrage, or the second definition, which is very similar, to anger, annoy. And I think that's what all people with uteruses are feeling right now. Damn fucking straight. So I'm sure you guys can tell we're going to be talking about the latest and greatest, I say that very sarcastically, news on the Roe versus Wade. We've been quiet for quite a long time because we've been talking behind the scenes about whether or not this is something we really wanted to talk about. But we've realized that both of us and our moral compasses have them, but have been pretty passive. And we're no longer going to stand for that. Um, so we decided to use our platform to talk about it. Yeah. I, I can't say, like, I'm a political person. I don't follow the news. I have my own little sources of news. Um, that I trust and I really don't comment on a lot of things and I've always watched like what's happening in the background but like sometimes you get the fear of just like speaking up and Absolutely. like the retaliation or the rejection that you know putting your, your opinion and your feelings and thoughts out into the world creates but at some point and I think this is a just a, such a so important topic that needs to be spoken about mm -hmm. and it is the fact that it's our bodily autonomy at stake here yeah and it's definitely infuriating and i feel very provo provoked by it yeah and honestly bitter bitter as fuck <laughs> right now i can tell you that um, can you tell me why you're so bitter like i i obviously understand it we've talked about this but like what makes you feel absolutely fucking bitter about it? Because for me, I feel like it's the fact that someone's trying to control what I'm allowed to do with my body just because it does something. 
I, I think that's part of it. But I think, I think for me, it goes even like a, a tad deeper than that is like, we just regressed like 50 fucking years in the past by thinking that we as women are supposed to be, you know, these stay at home, you stay in your fucking lane type of women. And like, we are not those kind of women anymore. We're very, we have high political positions. I mean, our vice president is a fucking woman. We have people in such high positions of power that own a uterus. And it's infuriating to think that we just had this massive regression when we thought we were making so many strides forward. Oh my gosh, you talk about 50 years. It's so much more than that. I mean, when did we get the right to vote? Uh, right. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. Like, like okay, what's is that next? Like, genuinely, like, is that next? If you can't even... If you take away my decision on what I'm going to do with my uterus... What's next? Like, nothing is off the table. It's a real fear. I mean, as somebody who does have a uterus, like, taking away my right to do something with my body, and then also that that has consequences. Like, I could be prosecuted and, and sent in to certain jail. states right. for having said procedures, which we'll talk about, like, in depth about what Roe v. Wade really is. But I could be then prosecuted and charged with something which could change the outcome of my life entirely not even just talking about the medical procedure itself but also like and and you know what's fucking wild these pro-life fucking people that drives me fucking absolutely asinine i'm getting so angry and i'm trying to hold my tone so it's like i'm not yelling at you guys the fact that some people can be prosecuted to the point of the death penalty you realize that you were so hippa fucking critical in that moment you're gonna you're gonna put me on death row for killing something that's not technically alive yet i mean that's the age-old discussion is trying to figure out when life starts and i've always understood it i think that before we dive any deeper again i think we need to give like what roe v wade if you don't know roe v wade is a law that was in place from about 1970 i think three is when we looked it up and this helped Women have access to abortion. Safe abortion. Yes. Safe abortion. safe because when you take the right to have safe abortion away, it becomes very honestly concerning. And people are going to have unsafe abortions because they can't get safe ones or they can't afford safe ones. Yep. And so this law was recently overturned by the Supreme Court and now all of these states, states have already had um, laws put in place before this was overturned, which is what's so even that, scarier because yeah. there's a lot of planning that gets involved in putting a law in. So there were plans and actions and meetings that were had where all these people came together and decided that they were going to put a law in. And as soon as o- Roe v. Wade was overturned, they went into effect. And some are following suit very quickly after that. So there's these states like Texas, um, for example, is really strict about like making it a crime almost impossible to get an abortion safely yeah it's becoming a crime and if you like i said if you were prosecuted and you get charged it could be a felony and you know what a felony does it takes away your right to vote and that's why it's a very real fear yeah and so whether they take actually take away our rights to vote they will do it one way or another because women having power is 
a problem. But men having power has never been a fucking problem, right? <laughs> uh, the patriarchal society is on something I God's too fucking big. I, I just, like... I think it's even worse because uh, you... I know you haven't seen it, but I have watched The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it because I know for a fact that I will just be like, yeah, we're going there, it's fine, it's fine, it's happening, but it's fine. I've, I watched it on Hulu and I haven't gone through all the seasons, but, like, it is a very... It, it felt already too real before any of this was happening. Like, I was watching season one last year and Yeah, I was and just you like, said you had a nightmare, too, about it, which... <laughs> It is. It's it's very scary because what happens in The Handmaid's Tale, like, the general idea of the plot is that we're some in the United States sometime in the future where these people got together, mostly men, and, and started to bomb and, and attack parts of the country so that they could overtake it. And they were killing all different parties, minorities, um, homosexuals, like, all of these people. And then they were taking these women that had were able and have been proven to have had children and then they are taking them and putting them with people and 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 couples that haven't had the ability to have a child it becomes very hard to have a child in this future that they've created in, in the hands well, no tale. shit women are stressed the motherfuck out and no one's gonna have a baby that way strange fucking concept but they take these women that have had these had children taken their children away from them and given them to other people Who that don't have, have children. children and then as a handmaid a handmaid has to have sex honestly gets raped once a month by said husband so that the wife and the husband can have a child and then they just move on to the next house and the handmaid moves along and just is used as a tool and like it's honestly so such an outrage and the show was so good but it scares the living shit out of me because it's it's like starting to become true like i could see in the future if this is the way this is the path that we're gonna go down like is this going to happen i need Are, to move a little bit closer to the canada border <laughs> i need to move like out of the country like I, i'm i that and that's what's even scarier like season two brings in like the mass exodus it shows like a flashback of, like, people trying to leave, and they were literally denying people at the border... To leave. Yes, because they had children. Like, I don't want The Handmaid's Tale to come, come true. Like, can we please stop? Like, when are we going to look as a country in the mirror and be like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Why are we doing this? Who is this benefiting? It's scary out there, y'all. Like, as if uh, me as a woman doesn't have enough to worry about. I've already got the mental and emotional labor of most people around me. I also have to have a job and, and, and be a wife and, and, and deal with men catcalling me and possibly assaulting me and, and being assaulted, raped, or murdered. And now I have to worry about if I need to get an abortion? What the actual fuckery... Are we on a parallel universe? Like, can we please? Can we flip that switch? Can I change the button? Like, I need the remote control. This is this is really fucking wild. I would love to say so many more things, but I am trying so hard to just hold my rage because I I don't understand where this is coming from. Like, I, like I I just genuinely don't get it. Like, I wish 
and that's something like I'm such an understanding person, especially when I have all the knowledge. I can all when I have all of the knowledge in front of me about a topic, I can understand one thing or or another. But like there is so many resources that tell you why having legal abortion is a good fucking thing. But people can't fucking agree. And because you decide that your religion is more important than somebody's life, that's where we go. And I think I don't think anyone really understands and grasps the concept of what Roe v. Wade being overturned actually means. That doesn't just, just mean abortion. This means access to safe fucking just women care in general. Like, women are afraid to go to their doctors and tell them that they're having any sort of issues with their uterus. Mm-hmm. And now you're afraid to even be on birth control anymore. Like, I've had the open conversation with my spouse that I was like, I am terrified to be on my IUD. Terrified. I, like, when I, this is up, like, I, I think I, I think it's not going to be time for you to get a vasectomy and it's going to be time for me to fucking get my IUD taken out. It's because I, do, I, don't, I don't know how much, I don't, I don't know if this will be covered by my insurance. It's a ticking time bomb. I Literally. Mean, the Supreme Court, like, representatives are even saying, like, some country, states are saying that they're going to go after contraceptives next. And the laws that protect the right to gay marriage and privacy in the bedroom. Like, what are we doing? Because the Supreme Court, especially, is supposed to be a, a group of people that we trust. And that hopefully. represents us. And, and are unbiased. And if I understand, whether you're a pro-life or pro-choice, like, I understand and, but can, it and be a see both sides. Opinion. But that is, it is a personal opinion. And you need to make the decision based on the health and safety of everyone in the country. Not just your viewpoints and political and religious ideas. It needs to be unbiased because we're trying to do what's good for the country and not you and and the people that are around you it's just and I mean I it's mind-blowing and I've had a conversation with someone who's pro-life and I've been like you know you like I don't think people genuinely understand the consequences of this being under overturned and what all of the implications of that are like birth control is at effect here because that is a form of abortion like at at its finest it's stopping it's the birth. It's stopping. It's the, preventing. The, it's preventing. It's not even stopping anything. It's preventing you from getting pregnant. And right. why do we need to? Why do we not only need to take away access? So once you have you have gotten pregnant, whatever your circumstances are, you have you don't have the right to get an abortion. But now not only are you doing that, but you're also attacking my right to not get pregnant. So you're pretty much forcing me to get pregnant at some point because that is the odds that you play when those are those factors are in, in, mm-hmm. intact. And this I'm thing, eventually and I think, going to get pregnant. I, and just, I think people don't understand that. Like, it's not just it's not just women's contraceptive. They'll come for condoms. They'll come for spermicide. That shit is also on the fucking table. And no one thinks about that. They're like, oh, well, condoms are still around. Like, you can barely get a guy to put a fucking condom on anyway, as it is. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on male birth condoms. <laughs> don't worry. That will be an entire fucking episode where we will bring the facts to the table. That will be a very educated, informational, and research topic that you and I will bring to the table about male and women's contraception. Because that is something that needs to be talked about as well. And how studies were canceled because men were, well, they were just this or that or, you know, the same things that women are experiencing on a 
literal daily basis. A man couldn't handle it for fucking more than a week or two. Yeah. Okay. I I just, like, it really baffles me, I think, because I, I think you know me as a person, and, like, I really value um, being able to understand and see people's opinions and views and, like, both sides of every coin, but, like, when I have trouble understanding your thought process, like, whether you are, like I said, whether whether you're pro-life or pro-choice, I don't think it matters right now. Like, with Roe v. Wade being overturned, somebody's life is going to get lost. Whether that's the baby or the mother. Mm-hmm. Like, those two people are together. It's an umbilical cord. Like, they they are together. And it, it you are changing the trajectory of both of those lives by taking away the right to have abortion access. Yeah, and I think the one thing that concerns me, too, is the ectopic pregnancies. You are not, like, that child is not a viable, it's not a child. It, at the, at, once it turns to an ectopic pregnancy, that is considered a parasite. It's not, it's not even, like, it, it's crazy to me because th- you will want to save this at the expense of someone who is fully alive and part of society and has years. Look, I don't, I don't fully understand ectopic pregnancies, but from my general base knowledge of what an ectopic pregnancy is, is is that the egg gets stuck mm-hmm. in the ovaries mm-hmm. and it's not in the uterus. The uterus is a bigger space. It's allow, It's able to expand and has the lining that you bleed, you know, you bleed through every month and you get your period. When it gets stuck in the ovaries, there's no room to grow. So pretty much it blows open your ovaries and you're more likely to have mass hemorrhaging and bleeding. So and now I mean. your you're life putting is the life of someone who's alive and fully a part of society with so many family members versus something that is at this point it doesn't matter it's, it's a life not. on it's a life on either end it's the babies or the mothers or both because you could very well lose that's, both and i think that's my point with the ectopic pregnancy is like if there is no carrier there is no child so if if that mother hemorrhages out that's it that's it. Don't give anyone any ideas. I'm going to end up, like, in the fucking matrix, waking up in a fucking cell slime because someone put, hooked me up so that they could use my uterus. Like, I just, it really, especially, like, rape, incest. What happens in those cases? I, the 10-year-old, the article about the 10-year-old girl needing to leave her state to be able to go get an abortion, like, She's not even old enough to drive, make her own decisions, have the, the like, your, your brain doesn't stop growing until you're 25. She's got 15 more years before her brain is even fully developed. And you are telling her that she needs to bring a child into the world, whatever her circumstances. And she's supposed to be able to financially support that baby. When she can't even get a job at 10. And, and, and... You're, you're like, it's more than likely that this, this child is, who is still a child, is going to then raise that baby in an unhealthy way because she's not even fully grown. Mm-hmm. And so now they both need fucking therapy. Like, but nobody cares. Nobody cares about that outcome. Nobody gives a fucking shit. Wh- what about everyone, because... every child that's up for adoption right now or homeless or out on the street? There are other countries that have solved homelessness. Like, we aren't even taking care of the people that are in our own country. But we expect to bring more into them. And we're still sitting here saying we're the fucking greatest. I, I, 
I hate to laugh in the face of my own country and it's really sad honestly like I feel bad saying it but like we need to look to other countries because we're not doing it correctly there's no universal health care we now don't have abortion access what what is happening i can't even afford like we can't even afford to feed our own people on the streets and children that is a problem i think we need to handle those things before we start taking on other things like more adding more to that population i want I, I, it just makes me like i said it just makes me feel very suspicious that there's some other reason and it fucking weirds me out like why why are you pushing this so hard mhm what is it? Did fucking scare the shit out of me. No wonder I had nightmares. Well, and I think, like, you know, not to bring in conspiracy theories, but there's fucking three giant fucking tablets standing in fucking Georgia right now that say that 100,000 people is, like, the fucking... the population for the fucking... Keeping the population under, like, 100,000 people or some fucking shit. What? You've never seen the Georgia Guidestones? No. <sighs> Terrifying. The inscriptions read on the Guidestones, maintain humanity to under 500 million. No. Yeah. 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. We are sitting at 7.1 billion people on this fucking planet. And you want to maintain 500 million? So you're willing to sacrifice 6.5 billion people? That's what that says to me. And then, that's not all. Guide reproductive wisely, improving fitness and diversity. That's number two. Number three, unite humanity with a living new language. Number four, rule passion faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. We can't even fucking do that now, and you expect to do that after there's half a million people? No. Half a billion? No. Not gonna happen. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Can't do that either. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. It sounds like a version of Atlantis that we all love to believe in, but like... (laughs) Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, and singing harmony harmony with the infinite. And be not a cancer on the earth and leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Look, I'm all for that. I would love an Atlantis. But, like, we have to be realistic. Those are great guidelines. But what are we actually doing? Like, what are we actually implementing? And who are we implementing? And who gets to have control over what beauty looks like and what these standards are of reproductive rights? Like, I think that is so twisted. And like you said, it's a version of Atlantis where we think everyone is going to make a good decision that's best for everyone involved. But that is not the reality of humanity today. I think we also just have to, like, look at what's actually happening. I think that one of the, the TikTokers I follow, did, like, said it best, is that you, when you turn 65, like, think about when you're in a job. Yeah. When you turn 65, people start to say that your mental health is declining, you're just not performing as well. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's the, there's the door. You need to start retiring or thinking about it. Like, why do we have people that are almost 90... I love, I'm all for, like, elders and respect 
and all of that and uh, people's opinions matter no matter what your age i am not an agent in the slightest but if if the general consensus is that these people are not choosing the rights of like the many versus the few Oof. then i think that they need to leave or like bow out or they need to just be voted out i don't i again i don't i don't like politics no and i don't either but again i don't think this is a political issue this is a moral issue this goes further than just politics there's money in this game of course there always is in politics but at this point it comes a point of morality like what the fuck are your morals like and I, I think I might have said it early on an earlier podcast, or maybe it was just us talking privately, but I, I said, I was like, there was a, a point in my life where I was like pro-life while also being pro-death penalty. And I realized after I kind of got in college, like how conflicting that actually was. I cannot be pro-life and be pro-death penalty. Those, those do not, those do not add up. <laughs> But you're, it's never looked at that way, right? Pro-death penalty is about somebody making a wrong decision versus, like, pro-life is about, oh, life at, you know, what, whatever point, contra, you know, conception is. But they are the same. You're talking about a life at think, the root of the morality I think, here. I think that is. That it, you have to get down to the nitty and gritty. And the, the, the root cause is it's life no matter what it is no matter what you consider even if it you think it's a clump of cells it doesn't have any like life or you think it is a baby and it's fully you know fully formed enough to where it's alive like it doesn't matter it's still a life of one or another you are still choosing one or the other and life is the is the moral compass we need to like reevaluate here <laughs> yeah i'm going to say we are 100% going to link some things in the show notes how you can support this cause because it looks different for everybody absolutely Alyssa and I were having this conversation privately about you know I feel like my only way to support a cause is by going to rallies and things like that but in the current state I don't feel comfortable and safe going to rallies like when you're getting gas masked and arrested and pushed back like there's just Yes, we love peaceful peaceful protest, but sometimes it comes with consequences, I guess. Yeah. I don't really want to call it that. But but it shouldn't, especially when it's a peaceful protest. It's Things get out of hand, and things get taken the wrong way very quickly, and, and before you know it, it's no longer peaceful, and people are running for their lives while being gassed. Like, it, it's, it's just... That's not the way that I can see myself supporting, because, first of all, I have a lot of anxiety about not only the mass shootings that are happening that's another whole other topic but it's also the it's not a peaceful protest at some points and like I don't want to be a part of the non-peaceful part of it yeah and that's why I said it's going to look different for everybody because you know Jocelyn may not want to go to a rally but she can sign petitions and call her local senate and, and offices and, and try to repost and, and bring attention to other creators and and speakers who are helping spread that message mm -hmm. and like that can be your way you can send mail to your local officials mm -hmm. like i would say getting out and vote i, I i'm going to be honest here i don't typically vote i, I don't. am registered but i don't typically and that's i'm going i'm going this year yeah. like i will figure out i've never even figured out what i am 
I don't know what anyone's party platforms are, but I'm going to figure it out because yeah. this is just getting to be too much. It's 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 like why are we valuing certain life over others? Can we please figure out the problems while we're here? Like we can't even get along. Mm-mm. Like, we're so we, divided. We can't even have a conversation with people without it being, oh, it's Democratic versus Republican. It's liberal versus conservative. It, it's it's this versus that. Like, why can't we just come to the table? Like, let's just talk about it. Be here. Without like, a label. Without a label. Even, like, drop the pro-life, pro-choice label. Like, can we talk about the problem at hand? About the fact that, like, this is truly about safe health care and and please like do your fucking research the amount of people and speakers that i have seen that are talking absolutely out of what they know not even knowing what an ectopic pregnancy is and like trying to speak on on behalf of of taking away abortion access and and contraceptives like have you ever taken any did you ever have to have one? Do you know someone? Have you talked to mo- the hundreds and millions of people that have had this procedure? Are, have you looked in to see how, what percentage and where the outcomes lie? If they went on to become judges, doctors, social workers, whatever? Or if they ended up dying, killing themselves? Like, therapy? Because it doesn't feel like that. It feels like you're talking out your ass. Honestly. It feels like you're talking about something that you know nothing about. And that's because you haven't lived it. Because, yes, I have a uterus. And yes, I have the ability to have children. And that is a magical, lovely gift that I have been offered. But that's not something to do with you. No, and not everyone wants to have that magical gift. No, not everyone wants to be a parent. Not, not everyone, everyone can wants afford to be a parent. Not everyone wants to give over their eggs or their like to to give to somebody. Like that feels very personal. Mm-hmm. To have your genes, your DNA in in somebody else, but that's not your business. Mm-mm. It's my right to choose what I do on my own free time. It's my right to do what I want in the bedroom. And and if you want to argue that I wouldn't have never gotten pregnant in the first place had I taken precautions, you do have the reminders like incest and rape, unconsensual sex, even consensual sex with condoms. Because think about it, birth control is 99% effective. There's still 1% at play. Depo shots are, again, about 98, 99% effective. Condoms are only 98%. So that's 2%. So I could do everything right and still end up pregnant. And then you're telling me that I have to then conceive, give birth, possibly die, rip my taint open, possibly get a husband stitch unconsensual. And have painful sex for the rest of my life. And still raise a child financially, emotionally for 18 plus years. The rest of your life. It's Without not support. Years. Like, it, it, is, it is the rest of your life. And if we are going to do these, these kind of crazy and wild things, then we definitely need to put things in place, like how you're going to support financially and uh, me emotionally. Mm-hmm. 
like what is have we thought this through that is my question no i i we already have that answer because if we thought this through then the next bill that would have come after roe v wade roe v wade would have been universal health care but no never put on the fucking table because it's not about life it's about religion <laughs> it's about viewpoints it's not about the the it's not about everybody it's about the few and you said it best when you said that line we're not thinking for the many we're thinking about the few and that's not reality it's not reality anymore it's definitely not a world I want to stay a part of. Mm-mm. And I think that the if this continues, that that is what you're going to find. It is going to be mass exodus of women mm-hmm. or people with uteruses. And honestly, the allies, people like minorities and, and trans and, you know, hetero, uh, homosexual people, like, it, they're all just going to leave. It's just, at some point, you're going to get fed up with your bullshit, just like any other relationship. You do enough shit, like... People are going to leave. Yeah. And then what are you going to do with that? They'll have a whole country that's like-minded and will not grow out of that because they're so like-minded and everyone that challenged them decided that it was no longer worth their time, effort, energy, or resources to continue to be here. It honestly just saddens me to, to like, such a deep extent. Maybe sad was the word from the... Maybe we should have chosen a word from sad. We chose one from angry because to start this off, we were pretty angry. But it is, like, so, so sad to think about I think the future. Like I said, I think it goes back for me in a personal way because I do... I find empathy in, in everything and anything. And when I can't figure out, like, and give you any empathy or, like, figure out how you got to that thinking... When I can't understand you, especially being such an understanding person. Yeah. And I can agree to disagree. Like, I'm not yeah. that person to, Oh, like, my God. Be like, you. oh, no. Like, we have to agree. No, I, I'm with you, too. Like, I can 100% agree to disagree. But when I can't even understand it because it's, it's not logical. <laughs> it's not logical. I honestly, I, I find myself speechless because the more I think about it, the more I just like, wow. Yeah. No words. You're just like, what is going on? And it is, you need to have the realities of people, like I said, you said not wanting to go to doctors. Yeah. You're going to ask me all these questions about me and my ability to get pregnant now? Like, that sounds really weird. And then you're going to then relay that to somebody else? Like. I know that the president has been trying to help keep the rights of abortion access and doctor, like, confidentiality. But, like, the fact that we even have to put that into play. (laughs) But I appreciate it because it's keeping, it's the checks and balances of the government. Yes. At the least. (laughs) We'll see. It's still yet to play out and, and sadly has to play out much slower Meaning that in the meantime, there are so many others that are going to perish. Yeah. Before or we... be in jail and be imprisoned. Yeah. They're already that's already happening. Yeah, so. I mean, I I read the story of a 
a woman who was hemorrhaging for nine hours while the doctor was because she had an ectopic pregnancy and she was hemorrhaging for something like eight to nine hours while the doctor was in remediations with the hospital lawyer to make sure that he wasn't going to lose his license and that she wasn't going to go to jail in order to do this while she sat there and basically died that in itself like when when we're fighting the legalities instead of worrying about the lives of our patients what is that saying like we made the laws they don't exist unless we put them in yep but my life was con- conceptualized out of whatever you believe in like the galaxies gods whatever like my life has always been there laws haven't and you were taking legalities over my life I think Alyssa and I at this point are speechless and are feeling pretty disappointed that should have been my word I'm severely disappointed in our country do better do fucking better for everyone and not just the people with uteruses everybody minorities allies trans gay every the queer community like lgbtqia plus everybody look at other countries look at what they're doing implement other tactics advantages mm-hmm. we have other other countries looking at us and being like the fuck that is a joke of a country how could they do that to their people am i honestly surprised with the past, our history no as a country <laughs> no no but, but I'm telling make you that it, it should end now. And it we, doesn't make it any less sad, infuriating, and disappointing. We've spent generations trying to figure it out. I think our generations need to, like, really start figuring it out. And it's sad that it's left on us. Because older generations don't want to take accountability nor responsibility for that sort of thing. And it's going to take us... To be the fucking ruthless, disrespectful assholes that we've been categorized our entire lives as to actually step up and make a change, a, a significantly positive impact. I, again, I just want to know what you think is going to happen. Like, why are you doing this and what do you think is going to happen? Because when you corner a cat, it's going to fucking scratch you. And you're putting us into a <laughs> corner, you are Sorry. backing us in. And, like, you then are going to comment on if we start to become abstinent or celibate and choose not to have sex because of the risks that are involved. Like, this is not just a a woman or a people with uteruses conversation. This isn't everybody. All of your husbands, your brothers, your coworkers, acquaintances, strangers on the street should be speaking about this. Yeah. You You most likely all have a woman in your life, a person with a uterus in your life. That you care about. Do you want to see them disappear? Do you want to see their life go down in ruins because something happened? Do you want to see them die on the table? Do you want to see them die in an alleyway because they're getting a really unethical abortion? Do you want to see them in the hospital because they threw themselves down the stairs? 
this is the reality. You want a reality check? That's it. Check the fuck back in. I'm done. I don't have anything else. Honestly, I could go on for fucking days. But at what point is no one hearing it? But we at least needed to come on and speak about it because we're we're tired of being quiet. I'm an introvert. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I don't have fucking rights. And when you infringe upon them, I will be fucking provoked to shit and tell you that. It is wrong. It is wrong. No life is worth more than others. I don't even, I don't even fucking kill ants, bro. I put the spiders back outside. You know how many spiders I took out of my office this week simply because everybody was like, oh my god! Somebody reached for a shoe and I was like, stop! It's a beautiful spider! And everybody was like, oh my god, it's so big! And I was like, I'm gonna go get a cup and a paper plate. Like, leave it be. It'll stay right there if you do not invoke it. Strange. It'll mind its fucking business. Provoke. Provoke it. Whatever. Invoke is like, you bring it to the, like, a spirit. I I invoke you. (laughs) Uh. I think that we have said a very small portion of what needs to be said. I think that you need to do your own research. This is this is to gain awareness. We don't claim yeah. to know everything. No. We try to keep ourselves well informed and like learning more and more as days go and watching the news and seeing what's happening. But this is your this is your wake up call. This is your reality check. Do the research. Look into things. Like, question, I don't want to say question authority, but, like, question what's going on around you. We don't know everything, but this is when you should be coming and really paying attention and doing what you can. Take part, sign the petitions, speak to others, call your local officials. If you feel comfortable rallying, go ahead and rally. I'm not even going to give the normal outro, honestly, because whether you follow us or not, it doesn't matter. This is more important. So if anything, I'll say check our description and our show notes. We will have links there for, you know, places to find rallies or uh, petitions. Donate to Planned Parenthood yep. and other organizations. Yeah, we'll have those sort of links in the description. And that's that. Please stay safe. Stay informed. And we'll see you next time, guys.